listeners and supporters. Welcome to the Convos with Anita Santiago podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast on all of your favorite podcast uh, platforms. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget the website, which is uh, Life Convos, L I F E C O N V O S. Dot com and you can check out the website and all the good stuff that's going on there. And welcome, welcome, welcome. So coming off this one year anniversary and just doing a lot of celebrating, you know, we're moving into the month of February and the month of February is usually associated with love. We have Valentine's Day and there's usually a lot of talk. Spring is right around the corner. And it just got me thinking about the whole concept of um, how we conceptualize um, love. So this will be part one of a two-part series on self-love. I think it's something that we don't talk about enough. And I think it's something that we really need to practice, especially in today's environment of stress, anxiety, uh, on the job, at home, with different situations. Uh, Self-love and self-care is really something that we have to get better at. So in in the first part of this series, I would like to talk about self-love from the from the standpoint of like what does it mean we hear the word self-care and it's usually associated with women and it's usually associated with uh, doing things like taking yourself out getting your hair or your nails done or doing something relaxing or fun which all of those things are good but i i really feel that the deeper issue that we don't talk about is how we show ourselves um, self-love. So I'm gonna expound on it a little bit and explain it a little bit more. And hopefully this will be something that you can um, latch on to and integrate into your daily routine. So when I say the term self-love, what I mean is do we show ourselves the same kind of love and care and tenderness that we show other people. So when we get into relationships, we typically want um, to be cared for or honored or respected or um, all the other things that go into a relationship, right? We look to that other person to bring a certain piece of that to the relationship. And that makes us feel quote unquote loved. But Can you and do you love yourself like you would expect someone to love you? This has really big implications in a lot of ways, because just think if you treated yourself the way that you expected others to treat you. How different would your days be? For example, you want Let's say you're a kind of person that you want people to Just talk nice to you. Be kind to you. Do you talk nice to yourself? Or or are your days filled with a lot of negative self-talk? Some people want to be wined and dined and taken out on a whirlwind romantic date. Can you do that for yourself? Can you find the 
exciting, uh, exotic restaurant, find the right outfit uh, with the right accessories and take yourself out on that whirlwind day, treating yourself like you would want to be treated. In, in this country, we deal with a lot of um, um, issues around self, self-esteem, um, self-confidence. And so uh, if you talk to anybody that you know, you probably know at least three or four people that that either their confidence is low or their self-esteem is low or has been at some point. And when we deal with people that have low self-esteem or low confidence, the language that we say to those people is like, get over it. Uh, you need to move forward. Don't don't dwell on the past. But we don't really help people understand how to love themselves, especially after they've been through a lot. I would argue that there's not a person out here that hasn't experienced something significant in their life, not necessarily traumatic, but significant. Um, sometimes those things get us stuck. You know, um, many people struggle with issues from childhood. Maybe you didn't have parents that were loving and nurturing. Um, maybe you didn't have family members that stepped in when your parents weren't loving and nurturing. Um, maybe you were bullied in school. Maybe you experienced um, several bad relationships as a young person. There's a ton of stuff that we experience in our lives. And then when we become adults, we don't really understand like how these things work together to cause obstacles in the relationships we have. So what I'm saying is we have to back it all the way up and go all the way back to the beginning and say, okay, we're going to start with self. I am going to love myself in the same way that I expect others to love me. And I'm going to stick to that. And I'm going to show myself that I am worthy, that I am valuable, and that this isn't something um, extraordinary that I'm expecting. It's, it's my standard. So when we talk about this month of love and focusing on love, what I'm saying is we have to start with focusing on loving ourselves first before we ever get to talking about relationships and, um, you know, being with other people. So I'm going to ask you a question, see if you can answer it. What do you need? from another person that indicates to you that they love you? Is it words? Is it the words I love you? Uh, acts of service. Many of you have heard of the uh, five love languages. So maybe um, acts of service or words of affirmation or gifts is your love language. That's what you kind of want to see from other people that lets you know that they care or they care a lot about you. Um, can you articulate, can you make a list of what specific things resonate with you that signals to you that the other person cares about you? And if you can do that, then those are the things that you need to be doing for yourself. So the second question is, are you doing those things for yourself on a regular basis? It may sound weird. It may sound funny, 
But how can you expect someone to show you love when you're not showing yourself love? I don't think people don't want to show themselves love. I think that people can't really articulate what it is they need because they, you, you never sat down and really thought it thought about it. Like, what do I really need? A lot of times people say, well, if you love me, you would do X. Or if you love me, you would do Y. But is that really showing you love? Or is that just um, putting someone through hoops? So when you when you start to do that self-reflection and say, okay, um, one of the things that would indicate to me that you really care about me, that you really love me, you take me somewhere nice. Okay, so now I can say to myself, where is somewhere nice that I really want to go? And I can plan that trip for myself. And I can go there and I can have a good time. And just resonate in that space of saying, okay, I was so worth it that I spent the money on myself, that I um, that I put the whole trip together. Then I went and I relaxed and I enjoyed myself. Man, that's a that's a way of showing myself love. That's just one example. Uh, it, everybody doesn't like everything, and everything doesn't isn't the same for everybody. We know that, right? But often, uh, for those of you all that may not know, you know, I'm a mental health uh, professional. I'm a licensed professional counselor. I'm also working on my doctorate degree. But, but sometimes when working with uh, individuals who are expressing their frustration in, re- in family relationships or romantic relationships or friendships, they are often able to say, well, that person doesn't love me or that person never shows me that they care or I don't know what's going on with that person because they don't share those things with me. And then when you say, okay, what are the things that you need for them to show you so that you would know that they really care about you? And oftentimes people can't say what those things are. So in this sense, it's important to know ourselves. Knowledge is power, right? It's important to know ourselves so that we can say, okay, when I get in a relationship with someone, I know that I need A, B, C, and D to happen so that you're signaling to me that you care and I'm receiving the message and I understand that you care. But if you don't have that relationship with yourself, how in the world, again, do you get somebody on board? And it's almost like trying to drive somewhere without a roadmap. And when you look at people and their comments about dating relationships in this in 2024, a lot of people are disillusioned and disappointed and discouraged when it comes to seeking out relationships. Um, I see stuff on social media all the time, like I can't believe these men uh, are so shallow or I can't believe these women are so superficial back and forth, back and forth. And my question is always, well, if you're loving yourself first, then you're going to attract the right type of person with the right skill set that can engage you on that level. But if you really, really don't know 
what it is that resonates with you, that's going to be very hard to do. So when Valentine's Day comes along and the flowers are coming and the candy is coming and all these things are happening, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's beautiful if, if that's what you're into. But after the flowers and after the candy, you know, are you able to move forward in a relationship because you're solid in what it takes for you to be loved? Um, I, I also feel like women struggle with this more than men. I know men struggle with it too, but I feel like women struggle with it more. And women struggle with self-love more because of the messaging we get uh, from radio, television, social media that says in order for you to be loved you have to look a certain way you have to be a certain size you have to be a certain education level you have to um, um, have certain characteristics and traits and not every woman fits into that concept of beauty or um you know, beauty or, or being appreciated. And, and it's almost like society says to us, like women, if you can't be, if you can't look like this and you can't be like this, then you're not worthy of love. And so when we start to look at things like, uh, you know, the controversy about eyelashes and hair and different things like that, a lot of times women do these things to be beautiful. Nothing wrong with that. To help themselves feel better about themselves, nothing wrong with that. But if you're doing that in place of loving yourself, then that's where the problem is. Um, I've even seen now where the men can do the lace front, you know, the I think they call them units. Men can do units. Nothing wrong with that if if a man feels like that's something that he wants to do to, to make himself look the best that he can look. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if that man doesn't have a sense of self-confidence in who he is and what he needs to show himself, then that's where the problem comes in. So when it comes down to it, we have to do some really heavy duty self-reflection into who we are, what we like, what we don't like. Um, And if you're working two or three jobs, raising kids, dealing with the schools being out because of the weather and got to go to the grocery store and different things like that. It can be hard to find that time where you can sit down and say, okay, I'm going to take some time out and I'm going to work on this so that I can start showing myself the kind of love that I should be showing myself. Um, In the last episode, um, a couple of episodes ago, I think I talked about resolutions and goals for for the new year. Like many people are in the vision board stage and starting to work on, okay, what do I want 2024 to look like? Well, self-love should be one of your top items on your vision board or your goal chart or what you want to accomplish in your life if you're not already doing that. If you are doing that and you have people around you that you know don't know how to do that, help them out. Show them how you got to where you are. Teach one, um, each one, teach one, I think is the way the saying goes. So 
If you have friends that may be struggling, reach back and show them how you got to where you are if you're able to do this on a regular basis. And self-love isn't showing yourself love one time. It isn't taking yourself out one time. It isn't taking yourself on a trip one time. It's consistently, consistently showing yourself love every day, every week, every month. Um, you, You do it as part of who you are. So you say, well, Nita, I don't really have money to be doing all of that. Believe me, I'm a struggling grad student, so I understand. But not everything that you do has to cost money. The most important part of this process is understanding what it is you need. You may be the kind of person like showing yourself love might be sitting in the park or going for a walk or doing or going to the art museum or something like that. Everything that you do to show yourself love doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't have to be expensive, but what it does have to do is speak to you. And I think that's where the disconnect is because sometimes we do what everybody does. So we go get our nails done. Everybody gets their nails done and it's good and it's wonderful, but mm, I still feel mm, like I don't have that pep in my step. I don't look in the mirror and say, boy, I really love myself today. And again, you know, not dinging people for what they do, but just saying that if you take a moment to think about it, is what you're doing really helpful? Is what you're doing accomplishing the goal? Do you feel love for yourself when you do those things is the question. When you look in the mirror in the morning, when you wake up, do you see a person that you love? Do you recognize a person that you feel really good about? And if you don't, take some time, pause and start reflecting to say, wow, I looked in the mirror and I didn't think love. I looked in the mirror and I didn't think, boy, I really like who I've become. I really, I'm really confident in who I am and how I treat myself. Because a lot of times, again, we talk about our kids don't treat us right. Our spouse doesn't treat us right. Our partner doesn't treat us right. But do we treat us right? Because if I don't treat myself right, what is the motivation for anyone else around me to treat me right? People learn how to treat you by observing how you treat yourself a lot of times. And so if I'm not in a space where I'm constantly working on myself, I'm constantly doing those things that I need to do, then people will look at you sometimes and, you know, they make decisions and do things because you're you're not loving yourself. Because I tell you something, when you love yourself, you're going to have boundaries. When you love yourself, you're going to have boundaries and there's just going to be things that you don't allow in your space. And people will know that. And guess what? they won't bring it in your space. So you won't have a lot of drama about, well, this person brought something in my space because people say, well, wow, you know, I've known her for a while and she's just not into that. She doesn't talk that way. She doesn't do that. She doesn't do this. And I'm not trying to say that self-love, you know, I'm not trying to paint a picture of like a goody two shoes or something like that. I'm just trying to say that when you're, when you know what you need, and you're giving yourself what you need on a daily basis, you're not going to tolerate a lot of other things that aren't that. You know, we attract what we are. 
so if we're waking up in the morning and we're looking in the mirror and we're saying, hey, you know, I'm looking at a valuable person. Wow. I really like the way I came through those those hard times. You know, it wasn't easy, but I did it. And I really like the person that I've become. And I'm really worth it. I'm worth it and I'm valuable. And you know what? When I go outside, I'm going to that's how I'm going to be. I'm going to let people know through my actions and through my words and through my language that I care about myself, that I feel I'm valuable, that I that I'm in a good space. And guess what? That's what you'll attract to you. You'll attract people that are also in a good space. But you're also in a position to help people around you who don't understand or may be stuck and and may not show themselves love. And those are conversations that you can have with your kids, with young people that you influence. If you're a teacher, this is something you can talk to with students. You can talk to your spouse, your partner, significant others. Um, This is really, really important. And I think that if we're going into 2024, you know, new year, new me. Well, let's start with me. Uh, Michael Jackson said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. So we could just say that I'm starting with the person in the mirror. It starts with me. I got to start the love process with me. I have to start working on my self-worth and my value and I have to believe in that and I have to nurture it and grow it because just because you, you know, you can start self-love at one level, but you grow that self-love as you build consistency in treating yourself like you need to be treated. And that's when you see that person walking down the street and they catch your eye and you go, wow, that person is just something about them. I wonder what it is. And we usually um, see those people as eye catching, different, the energy, you can feel it. What is it about them? It's not just the confidence, but it's the value. It's the worth. It's how they feel about themselves that allows them to walk that way or present themselves that way. So it's February. It's love season. You are absolutely worth the best love that you could ever receive. And guess where that's going to come from? That's going to come from you. The best love you've ever received is going to start with you. Let me just say it like that. It's going to start with you. So work on it. Put it on your list. Put it on your vision board. Make it a goal and start small. Like I'm going to do something to show myself love once a month, once a quarter. You can go once a quarter. That's every three months. Then build up to once a month, then once a week, then every day. And before you know it, you'll be in the habit of showing yourself love all the time. And then when you're out there in February in love season and you meet someone and they say, you know, what is it that you look for in a relationship? What is it you need? you'll be able to rattle it off because why? You've been working on loving yourself so long, you can clearly articulate to someone what you need and what your expectations are. So I'm telling you, self-love is is where we should start. You know, if we want love in our lives, we want more love in our lives, 
We want to feel better about ourselves. We want to build our confidence. We want to build our self-esteem. Let's start with the person in the mirror. Look at the person in the mirror and start to evaluate what is it that you need to do differently. For you, this is all about you. Yes, it's all about you and that's okay. Because at the end of the day, if you can't love you, then who really can? I'm I'm telling you, got to start with self-love. So I just want to thank you guys for hopping on today and um, checking out this episode. I think this is really important and I think we really need to emphasize, um, you know, loving ourselves, starting with ourselves first and working on love, uh, loving ourselves before we get into the relationships and uh, the February love season. So thank you for tuning in to the Convos with Anita Santiago podcast. I appreciate each and every one of the fans, listeners, and supporters. You guys keep coming back and and that is so awesome. And um, it makes me excited. And I, I really, really appreciate each and every one of you. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share uh, all of the podcast pages Catch the audio episodes of the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You got the YouTube channel here now so you can get the video episodes. And don't forget the website, lifecombos.com. That's L-I-F-E-C-O-N-V-O-S.com. Thanks so much. And I'll see you at the next episode. Happy listening.